end quote, repeat the line. <laughs> That's our fucking president, man. End quote, repeat the line. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> but I, I, I can't tell you how many people sent me that video, like on Instagram or just in text message. Uh, and I'm thinking to myself, like, this is our president. It is. Like, He's just cognitively not there. Then, then someone. That's why the internet's a fantastic, fantastic thing. They, if you know the movie Anchorman, where like, yep, they're like, you can't put it on the teleprompter or he'll read it. And they put, they did the, the Biden thing, you know, end quote, repeat the line, and then they cut to that part of Anchorman, like Jesus, you can't put, you can't put anything on the prompter. Burgundy will read it. And I'm like, well, you had a real live Ron Burgundy moment. Yes, that's what it is, man. But, it's a shame. And seriously, talking about that, I know yeah. we talk about it quite frequently every two weeks. It seems like, but it's not going to get any better. No, you know, no chance. It's, it's like I, I hence why the I statistics. All, but I also laugh, like it, you know, if it's your guy, yeah. you want to defend him to the end. Sure. Right? I mean, like you know, sure. you're, you're crazy, Trump. Trump. Your your people that like think. That Trump is the second coming. Right, he could literally go on the street and kill somebody, yeah. someone's grandma, right. and no one's going to care. Right, exactly. This guy is walking around as the leader of the free world with a couple screws loose, yeah. a couple screws missing, apparently, yeah. and he's just completely normal to some people. Yeah, if you're on the other side of the equation, he so fell off the bike the one day. It's fucking nuts. Like, well, and that's the thing. It's like just own it. Like okay, like he's not there. There was was it CNN did that poll recently that said I I I, I believe. It was over 60% of Democrats don't want him to run again. Mm -hmm. But the more interesting was is it was Democrats 30 and under. Over 90% don't want him to run for a second term. 90? 90%. 9 out of 10 people under 30 don't want him to run. That's what they were going after to get him there. Mm -hmm. Like, it's crazy. And it's, you know, I've had friends that voted for Biden. I haven't heard a word from them. You know? Yeah. yeah it, it, it's like, just own it. Just own it. He's not there. Like, it's okay. Like, we'll get somebody else in there. Here's the thing. I would never ask anyone to change their their political no. or, their, or their personal philosophy. I'm not just saying, can't you find somebody else to fly your flag? Yeah. Right? You we don't have to agree. not there. But someone needs to be competent. Uh, that's I mean, probably – that's. I feel like that's box one you have to check to be the president. And I'm not sure we're there. I mean – he read the teleprompter. He fell off a fucking bike. He fell up the steps getting on a plane. Like, you can't make this shit up. And it's, you don't want to see a president fail and you don't want to see, because he's the leader of the free world. However, this is where we are. Yeah, it, it gets old because it's always something new. Every week. But wait, let me ask you this as an attorney. Mm -hmm. uh, there's got to be a process that if he would go on a, Let's say he would fall off a cliff tomorrow. Yeah. In turn, not not metaphysically. I'm saying, well, maybe metaphysically. I'm just saying, cognitively, mm -hmm. he fell off a cliff tomorrow and he couldn't find the podium. He was that bad. Yeah. So, how does the mechanism take action? Where who steps in place? Who corrals him? Who who gets the immediate evaluation? How does that happen? I, th I, th I can't remember the. I think there's some sort of. Um, they were talking about doing it with Trump, like invoking the, I think it was the 25th or 20th, I can't remember the amendment to remove a president because he's unfit. So I think there's there's something they, that Congress has to invoke to remove the president. They believe he's unfit. Like it's a process, I believe they have to go. You can't just say, well, dude's not there anymore, let's get somebody else. Like you have to go through the process. I think Congress has to initiate the process. But, but, 
That takes a while. Yeah, it takes but a while. But what about the initial steps to get him cognitively evaluated? Like, how does who who mm. makes the determination to do that? That's a good question. I don't know. But I'm sure I mean, the White House doctor has to make that determination, right? Because he has a the White House doctor. Yeah, but you know how White House doctors are. They're always on the team that they're... Right. Yeah, I mean, but I feel like at a certain point in time, I mean, come on, man, come on. I mean, listen, if the dude doesn't know his own name at some point in time, I feel like as a doctor, you have a duty, you know, the Hippocratic Oath to do what's best. And if he has completely just lost it, I think at that point in time, as the doctor, you're not holding up your end of the bargain to the medical profession if you don't do something. Now, I don't know the full process. Like, that's not... My expertise, there is a process you have to go through, but I think the doctor's evaluating him on a consistent basis. And someone has to do something at some point in time if it keeps getting worse. So you've got two more years of this shit. Also out of the White House this past week or so, uh, Joe Biden referred to Latinos as, as comparing them to the uniqueness of the was, tacos. That was, was that Joe Biden that did that? No, or it was Jill Biden. Joe Biden, yeah. Jill Biden. She had a lot of shit for that. Yeah, she referred to the uniqueness within the Latino community. And then t- there was other stuff that I didn't understand, and I, and yeah. I, I get it. There's like a Latina X. I'm not sure what that I means. Don't know. There's like all these different words and acronyms and all this stuff. But it really was a ridiculous thing to say. And <laughs> my question comes down to: I knew, like the prior administration, mm-hmm. Trump would always speak off camera and yeah. got himself in trouble, trouble sure. a lot with both sides of the aisle. Yep, get that. Here you have a person that should never be speaking off. <laughs> Off the cuff because he's not cognitively with enough, and they know it, right? But now that he, when he's on script, it's worse than probably. If, I, I really want to hear from the real Joe Biden, right? Because right now he's an automaton, just reading. yeah. I mean, you can't you can't write on the teleprompter and quote, quote repeat the line. line like you can't because dude's gonna read it like he, he can't that's do it off crazy. the crazy. And that's the thing. That's insane. Right. Like, it's just, I don't know if it's just, it's robotic or if he's just cognitively not there. I I tend to think it's the latter, but I'm not sure. But it's sad nonetheless. Yeah. We become the laughing stock. Yeah. I I also, the thing that was distasteful for me was, Mm -hmm. I'm not Latino. I'm not. um, so I'm not say. Spanish, no. But I'm, but I'm saying. I, so I'm not personally aggrieved by what she said. Although sure. I'm, I'm kind of like perturbed. It's a stupid thing to say. Yeah, and I can understand those who are mm-hmm. being pissed off about. Sure, it. of course. What I'm, what I'm not upset about. What I find is, is kind of coarse, is that she couldn't even walk the statements back herself. She had to have her press secretary. Yeah. Dr. Biden, da, 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 da. that was the release the next day. Like, come on, man. Own it. Yeah. You fucked up. Yeah. Own it. Own it. Own it. I would have and so on, much more respect. Just exactly. move on. So I'd have so much more respect for politicians or just people in general. If you just own your shit, own your screw ups. Like, okay, why does your press secretary have to leave? Why can't you just get up? Like, you know what? I messed up. I apologize. Yeah. I'm not perfect. Okay, get it. We're all imperfect. I'd have so much more respect for these people if they did that. Yeah. But no one does. No, they don't. They don't. Bullshit, man. Uh, yeah, it's bullshit for sure. Uh, since we're on political uh, yeah. conversations in terms of the presidency, Rocco and I are a little bit of a disagreement on this. So we're talking about whether or not Donald Trump will run for mm-hmm. president. You, you're inclined to believe that uh, he has told people that he's made yeah. a decision you think he's going to do it i i don't think he will do it i i think there's a probable chance that he will okay just because i think he still has support mm-hmm. he still has that celebrity to him 
I think people look at him and think he did well as a president. Like, mm-hmm. you know, gas. Like, I think of where we are now compared to where we were. Take, I mean, whether you liked him or not, or mean tweets or not, like America was in a better spot financially, economically. Way better in, in, spot. in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. Now there are other things that are wrong. I can't. You. Can, I mean, every president's at fault for something. Right. I think he's going to run because I think that's just his. Like, he hates that he lost one. So I think just his competitive nature in and of itself would push him to run. I think a strategic play, and I don't know if this is what's going on, but say he would run with someone like DeSantis as the vice president, then that's really, in my opinion, the Republicans trying to get twelve years. Mm-hmm. Because people love DeSantis right now because he's just no nonsense. He's just, you know, he'd make a great president. If he goes in with Trump as a VP and they have a good four years, he's going to get elected for the next eight. Yeah. Pending any no no fuck-ups. That's, that's what I'm thinking in my head is part of the background story as to why Trump would run. Okay. So His a- running may be extremely important this because because people, are, people aren't just going to vote for Trump this time. It's going to be Trump and who he's running with. I would agree. I would agree. So that running mate is extremely important in this in, in this instance. I think it's going to ultimately be DeSantis and Youngkin as the vice president hmm. out of Virginia. You think? I do. Okay, why? I think I think he's a Republican star as well as okay. DeSantis. Okay. Um, I don't think Youngkin has the wherewithal to be the nominee. Sure. Um, but I do think that DeSantis is pretty much the early favorite, and I think he'll be the ultimate favorite. There may be yeah. a, an outlier coming. I, I just don't see it. The Republicans mm-hmm. don't maneuver like that. The no. Democratic Party traditionally, had, uh, you can see interesting outliers mm-hmm. that can make a mark and then surge. Look back historically, uh, well, it goes with the conservative yeah. philosophy. It's yep. more of a, a path, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I had the period now, outside of Trump, like DeSantis would be the nominee. Like he's the only one standing out as the guy that could do it. Yeah, I I just don't want Trump to run selfishly for me as a a, a middle leaning a right you know like a middle rights where I've always kind of like yeah. maneuvered kind of like where you're at. Yeah, right. Um, I I don't want the country to go through that aggravation again. Some of it wasn't Donald's fault. A lot of it Donald mm-hmm. brought on himself. Sure. I just think that there are better solutions. The ideas, I'm not talking about economics mm-hmm. and all that stuff, conservative fundamental principles about sure. economics uh, and other some other aspects of society aren't bad. And, that, and, there's, mm-hmm. and, and we were heading in that direction during his presidency. Yeah. It was all the shit that came with it that derailed him. Well, yeah, I agree. But I think a lot of the shit, when you say came with him, I think shit was thrown at him because he was the outsider. Mm-hmm. I think he did bring a lot of shit on himself. Don't get me wrong. I think he caused a lot of it. But I think... Take everything else. Like I think a lot was thrown at him because he was the outsider. He was no calling doubt. to the light all the shit that goes on in Washington. Mm-hmm. It was it was people were in self preservation mode. Mm-hmm. Like we got to get this guy are. the fuck out of here because he's going to expose everything that we do. Because he doesn't need the money. He doesn't need the notoriety. Doesn't need the celebrity. He was. Tr- I I believe whether you liked him or not. And this is not a a testament to his character. I believe he truly wanted to do what was best for America. Mm-hmm. Now, he, there's better ways he could have done a lot of things. Yeah. But I don't think he did it for a selfish reason, for a political party, for a political agenda. I think he truly cared about America. Mm-hmm. If you look historically, the things he said over time, even back to the 80s, it was always when he was asked, it was always about if America needs me. 
it was not about Donald J. Trump. It was about the country first. If you look historically at all the shit he said, mm-hmm. the people didn't do that. Mm-hmm. His message was pretty much the same. It was, I'm going to put America first. And if I ever feel the need to do that, that's when I'm going to do it. Now, see, okay, so to get to where you are yeah. in that thought process requires a little bit right. of sophistication <laughs> sure. of thought. You need yeah. to think things through. Of course. I'm going to say that the bulk of Americans on all political spectrums don't go that far. Right. Absolutely. Right? Those that can't stand Donald Trump generally are triggered and offended or mm-hmm. they're in some um, some group within the country that, that is philosophically yeah. against him to begin mm-hmm. with. But others just hear the the blather and the tweeting and they also feed into the narrative of Donald Trump being this crazy man. Yes. Right? So to unpack that takes effort. You didn't yes. get this opinion of him by just looking at a newscast and walking away. And no, it. no. And looking at the entire presidency, yes. the policy, yes. and then the antics. Correct. So, Absolutely right. So it's a multi-step thought process to get to where you are. Yes. I'm I'm doing the same thing, mm-hmm. and I can find good in a lot of what he did. There's no doubt. We yeah. disagree on whether he should continue, uh, yeah. but I ultimately think that most of the country won't. You're either going to love him. Love is a tough tongue. You're either for him or you're against yeah, him. Yeah, right. I agree. And to be indifferent is one thing, but to be undecided is another. Mm-hmm. And if if someone's undecided, at least they're thinking about it. Yeah, I would agree with that. You know Absolutely. I mean? Yeah. Yes. There's nothing wrong with being undecided at this point. This no, probably, as long as, as long as you're putting in thought behind it. Correct. Yes. And I would hope that people were doing that. Yeah, and I think and, that's what we need to get back to in this country. And I don't, I don't think that he's going to run. I think he's going to evaluate. I think okay. Donald Trump loves the spectacle of things and loves the celebrity. And part of just how he's built is, I think sure. he likes to be in the news. He gets, he likes that. And I think that he can keep everybody on bated breath. But I think when he looks at what's happening, um, you know, I, I, I don't think. My question would be, why would he want that aggravation? That's just who he, because again, like I think, I mean, really, I, I think it's truly because he cares about the country. Like that—that's what yeah, I mean. I think, so. think about it, like you're a so. billionaire. You don't need any money, any notoriety. You have all these businesses. You know, beautiful wife, family. Like, mm-hmm. and then you choose to put it all aside and run for president. Like, why? It's truly, in my opinion, because he actually cared what was going on in this country. And wanted to course correct. Yeah, I won't. I won't dispute that. Yeah, and that's I why I think he that. would do it again. Because I mean, look at the country now. In the past years, what shit it's went to. Well, that's the thing, and, and I will tell you that we're in a dangerous position now yes. because a lot of the country is ignoring, even though it's affecting their pocketbook and it's in their face all day. Mm-hmm. They're willing to ignore the obvious of what they're living through mm-hmm. because they fear the alternative mm-hmm. was the devil, or they don't want to look like they were wrong. They made the wrong. Either pick. way, they either want to die on that hill, yep. or they're too afraid of the of the boogeyman I that was I'm, being created. True, you know what I mean. So, I, I, you're right. You're absolutely right. Which is that 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 is like living in complete denial. Now, yeah. Now, the left will say that the right is in denial of the evil that Donald Trump is. Like mm-hmm. Donald Trump is Donald Trump has perpetrated all these things on January. They'll try to paint this picture of this man, which they've mm-hmm. still never brought one charge yeah. against him. Yep. But they'll paint this picture of him, and then they'll say that the right is 
willing to throw their morals aside and support this dangerous man to our democracy. So both sides are hammering each other well, right. you, on the did, same issue. Well, did you see the the comments AOC made, like you know, off the cuff? Like someone, I think someone caught her outside of like an event, and she was ranting about January sixth, saying the Capitol Police let the people into the Capitol. Like they got her on video saying this. Like the Capitol Police let them in. Why would she say such a thing? I mean, because that's what happened. That's what happened. If you look at some of the videos, if you look at some of the videos that are out there, it was not like a bum rush the Capitol. It was like they let people in. Yeah. It, and why it, do you it, think none of this shit is really happening? Like, there's no charges being filed. Or- so but now, do you think that happened because it was just unprecedented? They didn't know what to do. No one's ever know. rushed the Capitol before. Like, do we stop them? Are they allowed to come in here? Are they not allowed to come in here? I mean, like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't either, but I mean, I feel like I also say this too. Did here, here's something that no one wants to talk about, mm-hmm. and just an idea. Yeah. Did this expose the quality of the government positions and the Capitol <laughs> Police, like the quality okay. of people in those positions? Like we, we really didn't. I mean, not not in terms of like good mm-hmm. people or bad people. I'm talking about in terms of being fit. The police, physical prowess, the physical of, the, prowess yeah. of the people protecting. Sure. I mean, I, I'm going to probably guess that they were government jobs with tenure and all that stuff, you know, or, where the, they get baked in and now you have security yeah. guards that are 300 pounds maybe. You know, that it, it, the longer I, you're in a government position, yeah. it's almost impossible to, to move and sure. reposition. And sometimes a police force should be at the top of their game. Yeah, I, I don't, think, I don't right? think that's the issue with it. Because, I, I mean, I don't think there was a lot of unfit capital police officers that i've seen right i think there was something else going on there. okay I, I do like i don't know what that is i'm not a conspiracy theorist but i mean for something that unprecedented to happen and to watch these capital police on some of these videos that i've seen just stand there and not do anything when people are saying you need to stop these people what are you doing like stop mm-hmm. these people they didn't do anything just let, let, just them, in. let them in so why is that it's weird Right, doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. So there's something we're, there. We're, we're never going to know. The no, truth. we're not. We're never, never. Yeah. I just you, ne- you never accept that the truth. So our presence in Saudi Arabia, yeah. and before we get there, though, gas prices have come down a bit. Four fifty-seven as yeah. of the time of this filming. Mm-hmm. Still ridiculously high. Uh, yeah, and yes, and that's why he's he's in Saudi Arabia, I believe, to try and negotiate lower oil prices. How about we just fucking drill here? It's not going to happen. We say it every time. I know, we meet, and, that, but and that's what like. Happen. Why not like, yet? Why like that's how I know. Just tell me why. Why won't we do it? Well, there, he is being held hostage to the Green Initiative, to the to this Green Initiative, and I'm sure it's got multiple groups involved in all that, mm-hmm. and it's changed names over the time. Sure. You know, ecology movement in the '70s turns into this climate change, this and but whatever it is, there is a war on fossil fuel like no other, at the expense of the American people, yes. which is nuts to me. Exactly. It's an economic war. You can say it's a social it war for the planet, economic. but no, no, no. It's an economic war. There are people that, because it's not a purely it's not a purely social or a environmental mm-hmm. issue because, let's face it, we've talked about it multiple times, you need to have energy yeah. to make battery energy. Yes. You need to have natural resources to make batteries. Yes. It isn't, you're basically trading one for another. Yes, exactly So right. it's basically wherever the pot of the mm-hmm. money is going to land, which turns into politics, yeah. just to transfer wealth one way or another. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. And the fact that we're over in Saudi Arabia trying to negotiate lower oil prices, like what the fuck? 
Like, just get it here, or at least release some from our storage here. Like, I think he already dipped into that. He but then, did. But I think some of that went overseas. Did you see that nonsense? It did. It did. And that's the really? thing. Really? Like, why? Yes. That actually happened? Yes. And why aren't we, and this is what frustrates me, like, why aren't we taking care of our country first? Like, that's what we should be doing. novel idea. We should be taking care of our own and our country. But yet we're so inclined to send money to foreign countries and third world countries and sell them or, or like, no, let's fix the shit here first. Especially now, man. Yeah, it's America, man. Fix the shit here. Yeah. I, I, the, the other th- ironic thing about his trip mm-hmm. to Saudi Arabia was during the campaign trail, he demonized the Saudi Arabian yes. government over the death of a press photographer mm-hmm. and journalist, I believe. He mm-hmm. made a big campaign issue. And, it, you know, the thing about national politics is – there's always kind of an unwritten rule that you mm-hmm. don't make issues out of individuals. Correct. For a national election because it marginalizes the conversation yes. and then you end up getting it used against you as a politician. So mm-hmm. when you take an individual's plight and you make it a national circumstance, yeah. and now this went into geopolitical. They took one, the death, the, the wrongful death, I truly believe, mm-hmm. of this journalist in a yeah. horrid way, but they made this one man's plight the set, the center of a, a geopolitical. Mm-hmm. Um, event. Yeah, and you can't do that. It's insane. It's, well, I mean, Putin's killing people. Yeah. But if they want, but if Putin wanted to negotiate tomorrow, then we'd mm-hmm. arrange to have our people in, in yeah. some other room negotiating with him. He's killed. He, his decisions has killed yes. innocents. Yep. Thousands of yes, them. Yes, absolutely. Right? Yep. But we're willing to go to the negotiating with table with him. So now we just demonated Saudi Arabia and we're going to bring Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. to, to justice and all this verbiage. And now he's over there begging. Well, he's begging, give me, please. Correct. And, and, and that's the problem with politics, right? This is the situation we get ourselves in. You have a condition in our country that is detrimental right now with gas prices, inflation, the economy. Yet, we, and, and we can fix the problem here. There's a lot of things we can do here to fix the problem. Yet, we are going to feed and line the pockets of other countries to try and ask them to solve our problem. We know how to solve it here. We should be solving it here. And this is the problem I have with, with politics on both sides. We need, like, again, like, I love this country. We need to take an America first viewpoint across the fucking board, both sides of the aisle. Mm-hmm. It's not our job to police the world. It's our job to be a powerhouse and, and strong and make sure the world stays orderly. In my opinion, if we're not taking care of our own first, we shouldn't be taking care of anybody else. And if we can't get the oil here or deal with this shit here we shouldn't be going to other countries and begging for it hat in hand that's bullshit we look weak we can do it here and that's the 100 percent. and the fact that we we send money and aid to all these countries yet we have homeless veterans mm-hmm. people that chose to put their life on the line for this fucking country 100 so you and i can sit here and do this and we can't take care of those people that's the problem i have and all these people that fucking hate america then get out hard to argue that man yeah Hard to argue that. Um, hmm. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sad, rant. man. It no, is. It's just sad. It's like, uh, you know, I was reminded over the weekend, this this past weekend, yeah. that um, some friends of mine are in California. Mm-hmm. They're in Ontario. They live in Ontario, California, a little bit north of the city of L.A. Um, and then one uh, friend of mine lives very close to Venice Beach. And I had two individual conversations with both mm-hmm. and the Ontario family is moving because they can't take the taxes, the right. regulation. They can't take the fear mm-hmm. that goes from going into the city. Yes. Um, and some other things that have been around for decades, like mm-hmm. traffic and smog yeah. and all that stuff. But just recently, the homelessness thing. Mm-hmm. But my my friend that's in Venice Beach 
is used to love to always beg mm-hmm. us to come out and hang out. You know, that was yeah. the thing. Go to Venice Beach. Yep. He wants to get out. Yeah. He goes, yeah. it's homeless encampments the entire. Yes. Look at California. Like, what the fuck's happened, man? Right. And and then look who wants to run for president. That was where I was headed. With yeah, this. I see yeah, that. Like, uh, like Gavin <laughs> Newsom, like, you know, the governor of California is like exploratory committee to decide, determine whether he wants to run for president. He's fucked up California. Yeah. He. Yes. I mean, he's had help. He's had the Los Angeles mayor is not a gem. Yeah. But Newsom's under Newsom's rule. He single-handedly fucked to up this. That, shit, that state. Like, and you want us to be like, yep, you're the right guy for the job. Why don't you fix America? Like, are you fucking they tried kidding to, they me? They tried to recall him. He went through a recall, right, right? Right, How about you explore just shutting the fuck up and getting out of politics instead of trying or, to be the president? Or start fixing your state. Yeah, like, it's a mess. Like, you can't, you can't, t- you know, tax the problem and fix it. It's, so... To define a woke, woke for an agenda purpose, it's it's really mm-hmm. hard to do because everybody's got a different interpretation. Sure. I don't even call it woke politics. I just call it really, really, really ultra left wing politics, yeah. which has kind of been out in mm-hmm. California for a long time. Yeah, it's just on steroids recently. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, if you look at how bad it's gotten out there, and the people that are leaving to go to the red states, like that should tell you everything. It doesn't tell them anything. No. They no, are either no, no, in no. denial. Yeah. And see, the funny thing is that they don't see is, you know, it's only going to exacerbate their mm-hmm. tax base when they start yes. losing people and yep. companies. Yeah. They're already ridiculous taxes. They're just going to have to go up. Yeah, exactly. Now, if they're okay with that, which I think some of the population in California is okay with that, to live in this utopia of like, we're yeah. better than thou, because that is a Californian thing. Yeah, no. You know, we're, we're more woke, or we're more, you know, environmental, or we're more this, or we're more mm-hmm. that, we're, we're more civil, we're yep. more. Well, there's a shit ton of crime in, 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 in San Francisco and Oakland. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you that yep. firsthand, right? Absolutely. Along with shitting in the streets and <laughs> all kinds of other weird social norms now. Yeah. That's not the the average family out in Pennsylvania or mm-hmm. Ohio or or Indiana looking outward yep. into that. That's not normal. No, not at all. That that place is right? a different country. That's what I always say. Like even the laws there are so counterintuitive to the way the world works outside of California. That's why I fucking hate the state. Like it's you know when it comes to employer and employee rights, it's just. It's so different. Like everything's difficult. Such there. a shame. It is. It's a beautiful state. Like I've been San there. San Diego. Beautiful. Man. Oh my god. But it's it's falling apart. Uh, 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 okay. So <laughs> we'll we'll switch it up a little bit here. Okay. Um, well, maybe not. Uh, so West Virginia has a senator mansion. Yeah, love him. And uh, <laughs> you do, do you? Well. He's holding. He's, he's doing. He, he seems. It seems to be this past year. He's holding philosophical principle yeah. to the highest degree. In that he is not joining his fellow Democrats and, um, you know, rubber stamping yeah. uh, Joe Biden's um, build back better yeah. government yep. financial. I won't use the word monstrosity, but it seems it to is. be that it's a it big, it's a big it. package yeah. of money. Yes. And as of this filming, he just said that he was not going to do anything that increases money for climate change mm-hmm. or adds new taxes yep. which to me if that's going to hold true to that blanket statement yep. that nullifies the entire fucking thing absolutely right yes because the whole thing is based on increased taxation mm-hmm. yeah 
Just increasing spending, you got to make that money somewhere by increasing exactly. taxation. Yes, exactly. I mean, there's that's why his party is, is but the so bottom line is fighting him right now. More money. Absolutely, it's what what the package is like one point seven trillion dollars or something that are one point three trillion. He's holding the party hostage right now. And, and again, like there's been differing news reports say, well, he's not holding them hostage. He's just saying, hey, let's wait till August so we can see the July inflation numbers and see what the Fed does with interest rates before we make any decision on whether taxing or spending makes sense. Okay, that's still a smart thing to do. Like they're just trying to jam this down when they think they have the votes to do it. I have it. another theory. Okay. I think the other theory is he's waiting to watch the political wins. Well, I could, yeah, I could be too. wants to to reaffirm what he's already knowing. Yeah, is that there's probably going to the be the tide a, is shifting. Yeah, probably be a red wave. Yeah. Whether it's the House and the Senate, mm-hmm. probably more likely will be the House. Yeah, but he's gauging that. Mm-hmm. And I would looking agree. at the political wins, I think, and I sure. hope he stays true to his principle. I hope he doesn't. I can't imagine he's going to see anything that's going to make him feel better about spending money in August. No, than he appears to feel right now. No, because infl- I think inflation is going to either keep going up or you know stay nearly the same. Interest rates are going up again, and they and the Fed just said that they interest rates did not help inflation, so they got to increase them even more. Like the increase they've done didn't do anything to inflation because they increased rates and now it's at 9.1%. 9.1%. Highest rate in 40 years. Highest One. inflation. You know, food costs is up 10%. Gas is up, I think, 40 or 60%. I just saw a statistic. Chicken is up 18%. Like, think about it. I eat a lot of chicken. I you eat a lot do. of fucking chicken. You do. You like, do. 18%. That's a big, that's a lot of money. Uh-huh. Like, and these are the things like no housing more organic for Rocco. And I still like your, <laughs> still like the organic. It just costs more money. But it's like even housing's up. Like everything is up. And I don't think there's going to be something that shifts in the next month where he's going to be like, yeah, this makes sense to do this now. Let's spend a bunch of money. Let's raise taxes. I can't see it. No, you can't. We can't tax our way out of a problem. We have to reduce spending We've and fix inefficiencies. Well, right, but it doesn't work. Like we have to fix inefficiencies in government. No, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. So, slight right turn. Um, okay. There's a study by UPI. Uh, I'll quote the woman's name. I'll say woman. Okay. I assume she's a woman. If she's not, <laughs> I apologize. I'm just, I'm just birthing person. Yes. I see the word Judy. I'm assuming that's a female name. If okay. it's not, shoot me. <laughs> Judy Packer, I think it's Tersman, T-U-R-S, I okay. mean, in True her story, things. yeah, I, I found it fascinating that in her story, she's making the case that a study was done with 21,000 people in sample size, that even having uh, two to three drinks daily is- Daily or weekly? I thought it was daily. Oh, I thought you told me weekly. Oh. We were discussing this. Maybe I'm wrong. See? Okay. Anyways, it. it's basically she was saying that there is measurable cognitive decline now with sure. use of alcohol. like. The who didn't know that? Well, right. I mean, <laughs> but I, if, if it is yeah. two to three drinks a day, yes. Because I thought we were talking about this beforehand. You said two to three drinks a week. Well, I'm like, well, I'm fucked. <laughs> you know, I mean, no, it wasn't a two beers a day, right? I, okay, the that makes off. more sense then. Because when you maybe you misspoke. Because you said two beers a week. I'm like, well, I've had I've had two beers <laughs> a, after work yesterday. So I'm like, well, my brain shot this week. I can't have any more. So, I think but I think they're saying two beers a day. Yeah, okay. I mean, I can see that, right? I mean, who knows? I mean, I but again, like, okay, what beer are they drinking? Is it like, is it icy light or is it IPA? Is it strong beer? Like, I know one time I drank Mad Elf and ended up in my downstairs bathroom. Just cause it, Mad I, Elf? 
That's a thing? I'll give you a funny story. Okay. <laughs> this, this is a left turn. Met a buddy from law school a few years ago. Um, hadn't seen him. Caught up. Matt it was Elf. like a Tuesday, a Tuesday after work. And they have a, it was a, in the wintertime. Mad Elf, I think it's made by Trogues, um, you know, yeah. in PA. Yeah. Strong beer. Didn't know. Okay. So go to the bar, order one, had one, tasted good, liked it. Ordered a second one, had it. Okay. Felt completely fine. Like, I can have three, four beers, no problem. Ordered the third one, drank it. Okay. Cool. We were there for like a couple hours. I was like, I'm going to have one more. And I like, can't serve you anymore. I'm like, why? They're like, well, they're strong beer. I'm like, okay. Well, just give me, like, I think I got like a Miller Lite or something. Felt completely fine. Went home and it hit me. It hit me. It hit me to the point where I slept in my downstairs bathroom, like <laughs> our half bathroom. <laughs> Even better, get to the office the next day. My buddy emails me. He's like, hey, dude. Um, did those beers hit you funny last night? I woke up in my five-year-old's bed. I'm like, you don't say. I woke up in my downstairs bathroom and don't remember how I got there. And this was like this, that beer, it's, it's all, I think it's like 10% alcohol. Right. So it was like, that one, that if I drank two of those a day, my brain's done. Like, I'm cognitively gone. Sorry. Mad elf. Mad elf. So great, t- great tasting beer in the wintertime. Don't have more than two. Or you're going to sleep in a bathroom. Well, I just, I, you know, it's funny, like, you know, one glass of wine or two glasses of wine a day is good for the vascular system. I think it's one this glass of wine. And that, you never know. Well, I, I mean, mean, there's a study for everything. On, I, right. I can pay anybody to, to give me a study that supports my opinion. Pharmaceutical companies do it all the time, right? They sponsor a study to find people to say, yes, this drug is good. This drug is bad. You should eat this. You should not eat this. Vac- They're all sponsored vaccines? by someone. No. Right? I mean, it's the truth. Go there. <laughs> but, but that's what happens. So speaking of vaccines, yes. um, there is a study that's saying that uh, it's, it's funny. Like, you know, there's a big push for child vaccines yeah. now for, yes. the, for COVID mm-hmm. under five. And then, like, depending on what news service you were. Because I watch, I, I watch and I also mm-hmm. investigate both news channels. Sure. Just two. Fox and CNN. There's MSNBC. Mm-hmm. There's some other outliers. Yeah. But uh, those are the two heavies. Mm-hmm. You will get completely different viewpoints there. Yes. Um, that leads me to, to back to COVID in general, though. It's mm-hmm. like, I guess there's a new variant coming. Is it BA something? I, 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 like, I ignore COVID. Well, there was actually, I know, but there was actually a headline. The reason I bring mm-hmm. it up, there's a headline yesterday on CNN saying, due to the new BA, yada, 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 strain, should be, we, we resume, um, indoor masking events should we resume indoor masking for no. for events nope. I'm, I'm just saying to you this was nope. a headline on cnn yesterday for what for I, what? I, i'm just asking the question yeah no no my if you're asking me my answer is a hard no <laughs> all right so we're not going to do it because rocco said no yeah i mean i'm not a doctor but <laughs> i just think it's <laughs> stupid like I, I mean if you if we look back at those years like we were fucking out of our mind but i digress all right, this will be a slippery one for us to maneuver, but we're going to do it. Let's slide. Um, so, <laughs> oh, God. So, the World Health Organization. Okay, here who, we go. Who? Yeah, they're, they came out with uh, some comments in regards to the con- the concept of gender. And I guess for their reasons of inclusionary or whatever it is, or how, we're gonna, mm-hmm. how they're going to define gender going forward. But traditional male and female species is kind of done for who? Right, and this was this made oh this was on CNN it was on Fox it was on every news channel so obviously and it was New York Times it was it was everywhere so again you know we're going down this path of confusion sure. which leads more and more people to be confused mm-hmm. 
and possibly some folks to create issues that really weren't there to begin with. Yeah, I mean, call me old school, but I kind of look at things differently. But, I mean, what I think they're doing is, you know, sex is defined as male and female maybe and gender as an identity and there's going to be – but, again, my whole thing is, okay, like, I understand there are certain things with gender, right, or certain identities. Mm-hmm. Where do we draw the line? Where do we say these four are good – Five and six aren't. These 10 make sense. 11 and 12 don't. Like, where do we draw the line? Do we just keep letting people create their own identities? Yes, because it is now in society uh, not the in thing to do to tell anybody no, to put any guide, guide rails or to hurt anyone's feelings, you see. Well, it's because we're not we, – we don't want to institutionally hurt anyone's feelings. Well, guess what? Potentially, potentially. You know, that, that – and so we are now going to enter the area of bizarro world where <laughs> anything goes. Yeah, but guess you what? See? Getting your feelings hurt and getting upset, like that builds resilience and grittiness. Yeah. And the things it takes to be successful in this world. And you that's, think? That's the problem we have. Like we're so against offending or upsetting anybody. Guess what? Life is upsetting. Life is fucking hard. Deal with it. Like it I'm, I'm fine if you want to have your. I'm, I'm not going to tell you how to identify, but it's when we start making decisions for everybody else. And te- like, I, I watched this video of this guy, and he was talking about like the different. He's like, I don't have a problem with any of this shit. Like, whatever you want to do, that's no. He's like, I have a problem when you tell me I have to tell my kids what you believe. Of course, that and, I, and I'm like that clicked for me. Like, I mean, I get it. Like. Everybody can have their own opinions. You can you can have you can believe there's a hundred genders, but if I don't believe that, I shouldn't be vilified because I don't teach my kids that. And that's what's happening. Though, well, you should be teaching your kids. There are a hundred genders. I'm like, no, I don't believe that. My belief is different. So, so wouldn't so this is fascinating to me. So, let's say we have a swath of people that believe exactly what you said. You should be teaching your children that it's the person's decision to ultimately determine what's best for them and. And what they're going to be, and what they're going to be mm-hmm. um, viewed as, yeah. the natural rebuttal would be: well, You're telling me to teach my children that, but I want to know why you teach evolution in school. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not my belief structure, right? Yeah, good point. Great point. Isn't actually. that? A, but isn't that like a mm-hmm. direct comeback? Yep. I mean, there's it's exactly right. You want me to believe that there's. An infinite amount of genders. And yes. It's, it's user determined. Yes. And that's what I should be teaching my mm-hmm. kids, that belief structure. Yep. But you won't in turn, you're going to continue to, to, to preach evolution mm-hmm. when I don't believe that science yeah. based upon my religious belief. Correct. And now it's selective what we have to teach our kids. Mm-hmm. And again, like this is, and again, like going back to the podcast I did with Matt and Mike, we did the collapse of parenting book and that whole mm-hmm. thing about like where parents have gone wrong or where parenting has gone wrong. It's like, well, what do you think? What do you want it to be? It's like, no, as parents, it's our job to tell the fucking kids until they can make their own decision. It's my job to say, this is what it is. That stove is hot because I've touched it. I've got fucking burnt. No, I'm not going to say, well, why don't you see if it's hot? I know you're going to get burnt. Like I'm trying to prevent you from having injury. Like Mm -hmm. that's my job as a parent. It's not my job to be their friend. It's not my job to let them decide certain things. It's my job to instill in them values and certain structures and frameworks in life. And that's the problem I have. Like when when I watched that video, it it just, it hit right to me. So I'm like, I don't, whatever you believe, that's you. Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to say my beliefs are above anyone else's, right? 
You can have your own beliefs when it comes to gender and how many identities there are. No problem. But you cannot tell me what I have to tell my kids. Because now you're saying your beliefs are better than mine or more important than mine or more valuable than mine. And that's bullshit. I haven't heard it in the news yet, but I'm sure it's coming, this following scenario. Mm -hmm. If we don't figure this out as a society, <laughs> I can anticipate the following happening. Okay. That teachers in a school district mm -hmm. will suspect that a male student really should be female based upon what they perceive to be done. And they are going to put pressure on parents to change that child's sex, right? They're going to start doctor telling the, telling the parents that they know that this child really should be female. He wants to be female. That might appear to be true. I'm not saying that their observation mm -hmm. might not make them feel that way, but they're going to take it a step further where they're going to try to intervene with the parents' legal ability to, to deal with this minor. And that's what I'm afraid of. That really is what I'm afraid of. And I will tell the teacher to fuck off, and yes. I will take my kid out of that school. If I that's think the case. most people would, but teachers I aren't trained to do that. I think this is where we're, we're headed. We I can't think. if we head down that path. Activist this country teachers, is fucked. You I'm, again, woke is not my definition, but someone that's it's ultra left, you know, and that type of thinking, that philosophical thinking, they will more than likely want to intervene and parent the child better than the parent, and that would include no. A gender reassignment? You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah, that, no, no. Is that, your job is we're, we're headed that way. Your job is to way. teach my kid math, English, <clears throat> science, language, art, whatever the fuck that is. It's not your job to tell my kid what gender they are. Like, uh, just know your fucking role. You would think. Yeah. But I would, you watch. Mm. This is where we're headed if we don't see a seismic <sighs> shift in society. This is where we're, we're headed. We're going to see that seismic shift, I think. I think, cause I think there's a lot of more, a lot more parents like me out there that are just getting fed up with this shit. I don't have any problem with what people's beliefs are. Like, mm -hmm. it's not my place to say. I have a problem when you force your beliefs on me and I don't align with them. That's the problem I have. And I think there's a lot more people like me out there that have been this silent majority that are now starting to speak up because now I'm just at the point where I'm like, no, like we can't, we can't go this way. I'm not forcing my views on you. Yeah. So why are you forcing your views on me? And why am I being vilified? Because I don't believe there's a hundred genders. I believe in a different definition. Sorry, that's just me. I'm not telling you you're wrong. I'm not telling you can't do whatever you feel you need to do or whatever you identify as. That's great. It's when you tell me that my belief is wrong. Says who? Mm -hmm. That's the problem I have. Yeah, I'm, I'm ranting today, I'm man. I'm in congruence with that, man. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, and I, I just think that we're in for an interesting time if it gets to the point where children are going to be evaluated for their sexual tendencies by teachers or school administrators, and then that inter intervention will try to take place, but dictated by the school into the parental oh, environment. I don't. I mean, it sounds crazy, but you know what? There's a lot of crazy no, shit in the listen, world, man. and that could happen. I that didn't think happen. when I was a kid I'd grow up and be like, "Well, there's a lot of genders." I'm like I was not taught that in school. No, no, and and I will tell you, um, you know, I my children are uh, you know no longer children anymore. But if they were, mm -hmm. and they were in a school and there was bathroom concerns, yeah, you know, I don't want my daughter uh, going into a bathroom, right, and going the going the bathroom, uh, using the facilities mm -hmm. alongside male 
Right. Because I don't want that. And I don't I don't care how I'm labeled or branded right. by society. You yes. can all go fuck yourself. Yes. I don't want that I agree. for my daughter. I agree. If you're okay with that with your daughter, I don't like it. Yeah. But that's your business. Yeah. But you're not imposing that on me. Yeah. I'm not okay that's with that. That's where either. I was today. If that mm-hmm. was happening, because I think that's also where we're headed if it's not already happening in some areas, right? Yeah. Well, so, and, and that leads to like I, I, an individual came in yesterday and was telling me about this new nonprofit this one guy started about sex trafficking. A lot of that shit happens like that. Of course. Like these young girls, they get these people that just like go into bathrooms and they just, it, it, and kidnap. Like it's crazy. Like the shit that happens. Of like, course. Like people aren't looking at the unintended consequences of all this shit. This is an order in society that's breaking down. Yes. And this is an order. And again, you know, it, it's, <laughs> there's a reason why there's a government and structure in the rest yes. of it. It's flawed and it needs to be reined yes. in and there needs to be regulations and there needs to be a, a good political system that brings new blood in all the time mm-hmm. all that stuff but it, you can't have anarchy yes i mean johnny rotten said it best you know it was a song yeah anarchy doesn't fucking work it doesn't it does not work not right nope and that's where we're headed jesus christ it isn't a hard concept no, it's not it isn't a free life is not a free-for-all no and, it's and, not anyways okay moving along uh when i say the acronym jwst Mm-hmm. What's that mean to you? I mean, you're on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't really know what that means. It's, I know, it's, I, know I the, stumped the attorney. I know it's the isn't it the, the telescope? It is the James Webb Space Telescope. Yeah, the, yeah. So, telescope. so this um, I, to give you some background. Rocco's yeah. familiar with it. He just doesn't. He's not. He's not spoken. Like, no, I, like, I just know. The, I just know the memes about this. Yeah, well, so this James Webb Space Telescope was launched by NASA. It, it's unbelievable what it's doing. Nice, it's all like the photos. Yeah, it's it's a much more accurate and refined lens into the cosmos than the Hubble was. And mm-hmm. Hubble was groundbreaking, but this is the next level shit. Mm-hmm. So they had to shoot it up there after like years of planning, uh, and they shoot this device up, and then it unfolds. And then they calibrate it, and now they're starting to get the pictures. It's crazy. And it's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. What's crazy is one of the photos they released, Rocco, was, you know, let's just say you know, it's a, a photo you're looking at. And in mm-hmm. that photo, there's visible what they're telling us is like thousands of gallery of, of galaxies. Now, thousands of galaxies. That's crazy. Or maybe more than thousands, but just a lot. Yeah. And they said if to equate this space that you're looking mm-hmm. at to all of space yeah. is if you took a grain of sand and you stuck it out at the end of your arm and you looked at it, mm-hmm. that grain of sand compared to compared to everything, that little grain of sand is what you're seeing in this photograph. Holy shit. So it's so vast that it the human cannot wrap you can't, our yeah, mind you can't, around it. I can't mentally conceptualize that. Now, from a time standpoint or from a size No, that's crazy. Right? Yeah, I would encourage anybody, if they have time, to, to go to just type in James Webb Space Telescope yeah. and just dive in a little bit because it's amazing. Now, you can make the argument about yeah. like money spent and government money spent. All, you can make all those so, arguments. And I, I'm, you know, the Hadron Collider, are yeah. you familiar with that? Mm-hmm. This, yep. In CERN, mm-hmm. and they built this long, you know, yeah. multi mile, I think it's long, a lot of miles, but yeah. they, they're, they're smashing atoms over yep. there. I think it was billions and billions of dollars oh, yeah, to make this thing. Yes. So, and now they want to build a bigger one. Mm-hmm. Of course, every time they do it and they don't get the results they want or they think there's we more results to get, they make a bigger and bigger yeah. one, right? It isn't just Americans that feel this way. Yeah. The whole world's doing yeah. this, right? We can argue whether that some of that money is kind of ridiculously spent. But this thing's kind of interesting. Like we, yeah. They say they're looking back in time, Rocco, like 
to maybe a couple hundred thousand years before the Big Bang. That's I mean, that's cra- like that's crazy. That like I said, the, the memes were hilarious. It was like we can create a telescope that can see billions of light years away, but we can't create a ring doorbell camera that can get a clear picture of someone's <laughs> face that's ten feet away. I'm like, that's pretty. <laughs> Pretty actually, it's a lot of funny. truth. That's that, a lot of though, truth, right? right? Like, we, I mean, the yeah, resolution's some, pretty shitty, on right? Those rings, right? Uh, exactly. I'm like, ah, oh, it's pretty, pretty fucking good meme. But, but so I love the internet. Why I want to bring this up though is that that is like, um, I mean, what what is your thoughts on 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 this? Because now, when you when I saw that photograph, mm-hmm. and I'm already wrapped up in this stuff because it fascinates me, anyways. But it's we're so infinitesimally small. Yeah. In this mix of everything that we are seeing now. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. I, I can't even wrap my brain around it. Like, I, I know when I start thinking about the vastness of the universe and time and space, like, my head just gets all fucked up. Because I'm, per- I'm a very in-the-moment person. Like, I'm very focused. When I try and, like, zoom out a little bit and think about that, I'm like, I don't even know. Do I exist? Like, I start asking myself, like... The most random questions, like why am I here? Like, what's the purpose of all this? What happens when I die? Where do I go? Like, what well, will I take to get there? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just like, and I, so I just like I try and avoid those questions because I know that I will go down a rabbit hole in my brain and I will lose four hours just thinking. And I'm like, ah, I don't have the time to do that right now because I would just get lost in my own thoughts. I've done it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny. so hard to conceptualize. I would think the humans could use this maybe to realize how and i don't like i don't like the word insignificance but inconsequential how inconsequential aspects of our life is yeah maybe our life in its entirety yeah. or our even our planet right but yeah we, we blow everything up to be just like caustic and yeah you know so nothing is really that important you put it in the no i mean you're right when you think about that it's like i mean yeah, like what you am I even fatal. doing? You here? Go the other direction, go yeah. fatalist. I mean, yeah, you know, right. I don't want to do that. No, but, no, no. But yeah, I just, you know, and I generally, do you do you have any philosophical issues with the amount of money that's put into space and science research like this? I'd rather money be spent there on the stupid shit we spend it on. Otherwise, I mean, because I think there is benefit to explore what's out there like we need to know i think there's probably a lot of answers out there that could help us here and i think i I think within reason i don't think you spend all the money on science but i think i'd rather them spend that on like exploring space and exploring the ocean and all of these things that nasa does instead of the bullshit we spend money on yeah i'm there with you it's it's kind of it's a tough argument sometimes because you see a lot of people in need, but yeah. But at the same time, we already have the resources to help those people. We just don't. Well, right. That that's but so I would reframe my answer to say, I'm fine spending that money if we were spending it on helping us first, like helping the people in America that need, like the veterans mm-hmm. and thing and, and people like that that mm-hmm. that we're just letting you know be homeless and we're not doing what we should be doing for these people, like. We should be spending the money there first. Then what's left, spend somewhere else. I, I, to, I totally agree. I totally mm-hmm. agree. All right, partner. Yeah. That's going to do it. I love it, man. All right. That was good. Until the next time. Absolutely. Two weeks from now. Cool. Rocco Coza, we're out.